0: The following program is pre-recorded. Opinions expressed may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in this centennial state. Welcome to Life in Colorado. I'm Mark Howington. Dedrick Sims is the CEO of the sims Fayola Foundation. And Dedrick, I'm going to welcome you to the program.
1: Thank you, Mark. I am excited to be on the program and to have a conversation with you and your audience.
0: Well, in fact, we're going to talk a little bit about your book a little later on in the program about conversations. It's called Hey Man, We Just Talk in Daily Conversations with Young Men. And I definitely am excited to get to that book topic. But first, I want to start with your Sims Fela Foundation. What is its mission? Why do you exist?
1: Yeah, the mission of uh, the Sims Fail Foundation is to improve the life outcomes of young men and boys of color as well as to increase the capacity of those who work with them. Um, and, you know, the foundation exists to do, to do just that. You know, we, we have programming and, you know, programming in schools uh, that work directly with the boys and trying to make their futures look like their dreams and, you know, reposition them in, in, in places of success. Uh, we have programs that work with the parents of the young men to that uh, increase their capacity to be better advocates uh, in school and life, and also just to understand how their boys are developing, you know, physiologically over over certain age age ranges. Uh, we also have programming that works works directly with, like I said, those youth professionals that work with them. And so typically, the people who uh, go through our workshops and our training and support are, you know, educators of all levels. Uh, youth, uh, other youth mentoring organizations, other youth serving organizations like Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, Big Brothers Big Sisters. I mean, there's a number of organizations that does that. Uh, also, law enforcement uh, and school resource officers. So anyone who touches this population and, and want to to deliver their service through you know a more equitable lens as well as a gender specific lens, uh, they 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 come through us. And one of the last things we do. Is that we actually work? We actually uh, do, do like public advocacy campaigns. We have a we have a uh, program that we've run for the last four year, five years, called the Boys Are Talking Forum, and this forum give young men a platform uh, to talk about the things that we as education advocates or youth advocates do that either work for them or don't work for them. That you know either contribute to their success or impede their success, and so. That's every year, and that's been a phenomenal uh, public kind of advocacy, uh, awareness-building uh, program that we've used over the last five years.
0: Tedrick, as you're talking, one of the things, obviously, that you and I and our audience all aware of is that there's been a lot in the news lately that I, I would just call negativism, really, in relation to uh, Black Lives Matter, for example. Not that that's a bad thing, it's just that... Out of that has been sparked some protests that, unfortunately, in some cases, turned violent. Uh, there's also been a lot of just what I would call tension, race tension, that's been talked about in the news. So one of the things I'm really excited about your Sims Fela Foundation is that you're really doing something positive. It's not just you know there's a lot of frustration out there. You can you can see it in what's going on in our world, and to know that you exist. To make life better and to do a positive contribution to our society, I'm I'm just loving what you do. So, talk talk a little bit about that. What what is our world like, and how do you how do you think we can work together to make it better?
1: Yeah, you know, we we are in a uh, a complicated time. Um, well, actually, it's, it's probably more complex than 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 complicated, and um, I think the complexity just lies in. You know, we all tend to operate uh, according to our own implicit bias and the way that we've grown up and the way that we've seen the world and the way that we, we've experienced the world. And you know, there's just been uh, groups of groups of communities of color who've who've experienced the world a little bit different, and they're just trying to make their voice heard. Uh, it doesn't always come out to you know come out productive, but I think that people's hearts are in the right place. I think there's been a tremendous positive response from the white community uh, uh, in, in regards to. You know, leveling the playing field, uh, really being considered about equity, and trying to trying to take some concrete steps to to you know to level the playing field. And you know, what we try to do is capitalize on that as a as, as a foundation. We we are in we are in the business of trying to empower our youth uh, to uh, help them to see that they exist in central roles in their life and not on the fringes of, of anyone else. Trying to help them to. Uh, gain access to you know things like financial financial literacy, the arts, you know academics, exposure to careers that are not typically talked about in communities of color. So we have we have wonderful partnerships with oil and gas companies, the airport, the city—things that expose our young men. Uh, we don't want them playing the victim. We don't want them you know, to have a woe is thou kind of attitude. And so, we we, we we put these positive things in front of them and help them to make their futures look like their dreams. So, as I said, you know, th- things are complicated right now in our country. They've been complicated for a long time. Right now, it's just you know, they're just a light shed on it. While we acknowledge those complications and while we acknowledge you know people's different. I think roles in raising the issue. I mean, Black Lives Matter certainly—you know—they have their way. We have our way. You know, I think it takes everyone to to play a role in in, in this movie that we call life, uh, in order in order to make it work. And so, uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that uh, you know you see us as a positive organization, and uh, that means our our message is is uh, resonating in the right way.
0: Well, I think all anybody needs to do to see that is just head to your website. You you talk about. Uh, a lot that you're doing. You've mentioned some of those already. Under services, you have scholarships and mentoring and beef. Uh, I think it's B 4 baseball. Talk talk about those those services and how that's helping.
1: Yeah, we yeah we are we, we have three mentoring programs. Uh, one of the mentoring program is called Community Mentoring Program, and that's uh, a twelve month mentoring program where we pair mentors and mentees up one to one. Uh, and they meet, you know, once a month for about three hours, and 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 they go through this these activities that we've put together that are meant to create bonds and create struggle. We all know that you know if two or three people struggle with something together and they ultimately are you know are are, are triumphant over it, then the relationship tends to gel a little bit quicker. So CMP, which is actually impacted by COVID, you know, we we couldn't last year in 2020. Uh, run the in person, so CVMP emerged from that, and CVMP is community virtual mentoring program, and so we moved from face to uh, w- uh, face face to face mentoring sessions to online zoom. Uh, interactions twice a month with, between the mentor and the and the uh, and the mentee, still using that same curriculum and same, using the same approach to generate conversation and, and to build relationships. But that was super successful. And then we have our flagship program, which is called E A Y D, stands for Empowered Ambition Youth Development Program. And there's that word empower again. Like we we really are intentional about empowering our youth. And so this program is where we go into schools. It's a school-based program, Mark, where we go into schools and say. Hey, give us your hardest to serve young men of color and boys of color. And we and, and, and we define that by uh, you know, these young men who probably have high high truancy, uh high negative discipline incidents, maybe they've been suspended on the of suspension, maybe they've been, you know, expelled and back in school. But but whatever however the school defines them, we take these young men in cohorts of fifteen for twenty two weeks. And we take them through our experience and the the whole experience is to get them to see that, you know, while they may have bad choices, right, they have made bad choices, that they are not bad individuals, that, you know, just like they, they made the choice to do something outside of expectations, they can make a different choice. And if they've been you know, making these choices for a long time, we empower them to say, look, you know, you still have the ability to make your future look like your dreams by changing your choices. And so we we inspire them and get them back to what we get them back to center, what we call center, to where they can can see past their mistakes and and they can live out the life that, that they want to live. So that's, That's our mentoring programs. That's the the whole spirit behind our mentoring programs. And then we have uh, Before Baseball. And so Before Baseball actually stands for Building Boys Beyond Baseball. So B4 is actually the letter B and and the number four. And this program is sort of like First T. Like how First T take the principles of golf. They teach golf, but they take the principles of golf, like honesty and respect and those things, to teach life lessons. Well, we're doing the same thing using baseball, but because because we have seen the lack of uh, participation in 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 boys of color uh, for youth baseball, and a lot of that has to do with access, to not being able to afford in baseball programs, not not being uh, as numerous as, as they used to be, and so we use baseball uh, as that platform to teach life lessons, but also to reintroduce and introduce young men and boys of color to the to the game of baseball.
0: Sounds fantastic, and dedrick sims he's the ceo of sims fail foundation is with me on life in colorado and dedrick is as is again referring back to the news and unfortunately it's had some negative coverage on this topic you know one of the things that I'm just going to admit to is, you know, there's there's been a lot of negative connotation to what's known as white privilege. And where I'm not quite ready to apologize for being born white, at the same time, it is true that boys of color do have some more obstacles that they have to overcome, which is part of the reason why your Sims Fiala Foundation exists. So talk about that a little, a little bit. What are some of the obstacles that you're helping boys of color overcome?
1: Yeah, you know, Mark, you don't have to apologize for being white. You know, we run about, uh, since 2000, well, as of 2019, August 2019, we've impacted more than 10,000 young men and boys of color across the country, and we've also worked with over 3,500 kind of youth professionals and advocates that I I mentioned earlier. And um, like right now, we have an equity academy going on where we have 30 uh, youth professionals to include educators and people who work in the banking industry and uh, mentors going through our equity academy now every Monday night from five thirty to seven thirty and uh, the majority of the audience of those thirty five hundred you know individuals who we 've impacted uh, have been white, and I tell them all the time that we know this is not i 'm not asking you to apologize for being white i don 't want don 't want you to feel bad for for being white we 're just talking about Data. No judgment. We're talking about the truth, the, the historical truths, and the current truths that you know young men and boys of color and people of color in general experience life a little bit different than those who are not of 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 color. And so we, what we try to do with the young men. Is that we get them to not be in a position to where they're placing blame. We want them to understand the facts and how to navigate any obstacles that are that are systemic that they don't have the capacity to kind of move themselves at the at the moment. We don't want these obstacles and and, and realities uh, that they experience in life to to you know to 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 take away the smile out of their eyes and to make them feel like that they don't that they don't have a future. Uh we we proactively give them opportunities to speak their voice, to speak their truth uh in a very, you know, respectful way. Uh and look here, here's how you get action done, right? And so we we don't like our young men to go in angry and operate off of emotion, but off of off of facts and off of, you know, and off of truth. So you know, that that that's how we approach it mark and and uh, you know we don't apologize we, I don't have them to apologize for for being black or being brown and, and we don't ask anybody else to apologize for being whatever color they are it's you know the thing is is that a lot of people see um, I, I think that I think the um, unfortunate thing is that people see culture and color and 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 they try to place judgment on it and we're not you know in the place of trying to place judgment we're just saying that it's different and so how do we understand those differences to to move forward to have great relationships to impact communities uh and it's no judgment it's just just data you're different you experience life different and i think where the rub comes in at mark and especially around black lives matter black lives matter movement that when you have people who who refuse who refuse to acknowledge the difference and look at it from a judgmental or pathological place rather than one of just being different.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what I'm loving about what I see about your Sims Fela foundation is that you're definitely putting, I think, a positive spin on on the whole the whole shebang, whether it's it's okay, yes, let's do face the facts that that boys of color do have some obstacles to overcome. But, yeah, I love what you're saying about let's don't place blame, let's get to the solutions, and let's work together to make this happen. And that's coming through loud and clear on your website, which, by the way, I want to take an opportunity here and have you give your website so people listening can get there. So give us us your website address.
1: Absolutely. The website address is www.s, as in Sam, F, as in Frank, the word foundation.org.
0: And there you're going to find exactly what we've been talking about, the services that you offer. I I, I love the uh, All Things Boys resource page that you have there. I mean, there's just a lot there that will get you in touch with what Dedrick Sims is talking about in the sims Fiolá Foundation. Dedrick, we're, we've got about 10 minutes left. I want to shift the focus here for a moment, and let's talk about your new book that just released over the summer, Hey man, we just talking daily conversations with young men. First of all, why did you write the book?
1: You know, the book is a is a compilation of conversations that I've had with young men across the country. Uh, these are questions and things they've talked, you know, they, they they've spoken to me about. And so I've always been in the habit of just kind of re- being a very reflective person. And so in my reflections. Over uh, 2019, I started to record them on my phone as I woke up in the morning and started to have conversations, you know, to think about the questions I was being asked from young men around the country. And, you know, it was never intended to be a book, uh, but when I, you know, when we printed out everything that I had written and, 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 and uh, put it together, I said, hey, this could be... You know although I'm getting these I'm getting these questions from individual young men across the country, like I'm sure a lot of other young men have these same questions that can benefit from this kind of conversation and so i I enlisted some of some of my friends from around the country who have the same passion with working with young men as I do, and they you know all you know kind of pitched in they chose a topic that they felt passionate about, and they responded to my response to the young men's questions and so um and one of the one of the things that we were very intentional about was to make the book very informal so it's not this formal language which is why it's called hey man we're just talking and talking is actually spelled t a l k i n with an apostrophe just to show the informal nature of it what 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 happens in the mentoring world and in the and in the education world is that you know we 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 tend to lose the voice of young people when they feel like that you you're, you're judging them for sentence structure and composition and context we just want you to talk. We, 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 we just want to hear what you're saying so that we can you know, so that we can be a guide to you or a listening piece. And so it's a very informal book, but it's a mentoring book, right? It's a book that mentors it has great topics in there. We talk about education, we talk about love, relationships, perceptions, money, your relationships with your mother, your friendships. And all the things that young men you know in this age range between 10 and 20, have to negotiate successfully. Uh, in order to have a you know pretty pretty positive life, so I'm excited about the book uh, released July 15th as you said, and we've sold over 2,500 copies during this pandemic, which is which is actually great. And so we're in the process now of getting it out to celebrities who have youth focused organizations uh, and getting it into their hands so that they can endorse the book or either or either get it for the the young the young people who are uh, in their in their uh, foundations.
0: So one of the things I know that you're doing in the book is you have 20 conversations that you focus in on. I heard one of them because you have a video at your website, and I, I have to tell you, it spoke to me. I'm like, yeah, that's, this is good stuff. So do me a favor and, and share with our listening audience uh, an example of one of these conversations.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So here is conversation number 12, and it's called, What is Faith? Uh, hey, man, today I want to talk to you about faith. no. This is not going to be a conversation about religion or anything like that. Faith operates in many aspects outside of the context of religion. To have faith is to strongly believe that something is going to happen without it having happened yet. Does this make sense? For example, if you tell your parents that you need a new pair of shoes for an event, it's very important to you, then you have faith that they're going to take care of your needs. Now, as it relates to religion, faith is to believe in the promises of God as they are written in the Bible, even if you don't see them right now. That's probably the faith that you are most accustomed to hearing about. As a man, it's important to have faith that things are going to turn out the way that they're supposed to in order for you to walk in your authentic maleness. Your family and children will have to have faith that you would do the right thing for them regardless of any outside pressures to do things differently. I have to admit, faith is a tough concept. It's hard to believe in things you don't see. However, in my experience, when I have faith in something and it actually happens, it strengthens my faith even more and makes me excited about things that are to come that may not be a reality right now. So today, I, wanna, I want you to think about what you have faith for and practice strengthening your faith for the things that will meet you in the future and help you become the best man that you could be. Have an apologetically amazing day, and remember, we just talk it. Now let's see what the fellows have to say about this. And I'll read one response from one of the guys. This is from Dr. Craig McMullen. He said, The Bible defines the word faith as having confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Back in the 80s, urban America was facing a new epidemic on the streets. The intervention of crack cocaine spread out among the among the innocent, young, lives, killing thousands by the use of violence that accompanied it. Many communities came under the siege of gangs, battling over control of the sale of this drug, several clergy and activists from Roxbury started Drop a Dime Report Crime, a community crime watch group. But to empower others to join this movement, we decided to hold all-night prayer vigils in the local crack houses. By our by our actions, we put our faith and our hope for a drug-free neighborhood. We faced down the gangs with our confident faith with our confident faith in what we could not see in the present violent streets, but instead had hope for uh, in our neighborhoods. Today, today, as you begin your day, don't get paralyzed by the epidemics in front of you. Instead, choose to have faith in your hope—the antidote that will cure your life and community.
0: I love it, and and again, based upon the the cycle of help that you're already giving with the Sims Fatal Foundation, I heard it in that book excerpt as well. Okay, let's let's just be honest. There's there's, there's a struggle to overcome, even if it's just lack of faith. You know, am, am I going to be able to tackle today? I mean, what a question. And the fact that you give that word of encouragement, and then the person that responded how he, yeah, wasn't afraid to define there's a problem, but there's also a solution, and let's put that solution not only into place, but, hey, let's take the lessons learned from that solution and apply it to your everyday life. And that sounds like that's the way the whole book goes throughout each one of these 20 conversations. Am I right there?
1: That's right. Uh, Everyone is is, is in that same vein. We, We always empower. We always turn you know whatever the issue is on its head and think about solutions and, and how do we leave the place better than we found it and, 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 and how you, know, you can look at something from a different perspective. It doesn't have to always be from a pessimistic standpoint. It could be through a lens of optimism.
0: Dedrick Sims, who is the CEO of the Sims Fiala Foundation and the author of this book, Hey Man, We Just Talking, Daily Conversations with Young Men. Uh, Dedrick, tell us how we can get a copy of the book
1: simple go to the website uh, www.sffoundation.org go to our click our store tab and it's right there uh, you, you can order a copy of it the the, the book costs 15 bucks uh, by itself uh, the book also has video has video options to it as well so you can get the book and you can have videos Uh, there's a video that go with every one of these conversations and the video is of me talking a little bit deeper about whatever that topic is so it speaks directly to the young man or 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 directly to the reader uh so and i think that that's 25 bucks if you if you add the video the the videos to it so it's at a price point that uh that most people can, can 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 access and again we would love to get it in your hands
0: so, Dedrick, as I'm thinking about this book that released back in the summer, uh, Remarkable Sales Given COVID, as you think about this book making its way into the hands of, you mentioned youth workers, but also I'm thinking of it making its way into the hands of young men. And believe it or not, I think I could benefit from the positive messages of the book, even at my age. And I'm not going to tell you what that is. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, as, as I think about and you think about that book being in the hands of a person by the time they get to the end of the twentieth conversation, what do you what do you want to happen in their lives?
1: You know, I want them to, you know, have a different look on on, on issues, right? So I want them to I mean there's so much in this world right now that's that's speaking negatively to, to young men and boys of color, but this book is not just for young men and boys of color, this is for young men in general. And so there are a lot of I mean you you know there are a lot of things that are happening in this world that can make us feel pessimistic and not and not optimistic about a lot of things. Um each one of these topics in the book occur in in everyone's life, you know, love, faith, you know, money, how to handle money. And so uh, what I want people to walk away from or the young men to walk away from is knowing that, you know, there's someone else, you know, no, nothing under the sun is new. There's someone else out there who has gone through this and and, and navigated it in the in the right way sometimes in the wrong way but this book shows you you know what the wrong way was and, and and how to actually navigate some of these some of these topics and most importantly I want them to walk away thinking that just as they were mentored through this book that they have the ability to mentor someone younger than them or their or their same age around these same topics
0: one of the things I'm loving is that word mentor which you've used a couple of times it's even listed under services in at your website and I think it is so important that, in fact, I, I really wish I had it in my life, where someone comes alongside of a young man and helps to guide them. We've got about a minute left, Dedrick. Talk about the importance of mentorship.
1: Oh, man. Mentorship is super important. I didn't have a mentor either, Mark, growing up, and I didn't realize the importance of it until I became a you know a, a man. And you know, I think back, and when I started to try to identify a, a particular person, who helped guide me throughout my life, and I couldn't find one. It was always people or kinds of people. It was teachers, teachers who saved my life, teachers who took me outside of my four-block radius and showed me something, something different. And when I knew something was different, then I had new goals and I had new, you know, new challenges. And so it's one of the reasons why I'm mentoring is a central component to what we do here. Is that we, I try to provide this guide and guidance and support to these young men. Who are trying to navigate life the same way that I did? You know, I, I grew up in a very tough neighborhood, tough, had a tough background. Uh, mother was on drugs, father was absent, and it was it was those teachers and people that I saw on TV uh, who who just showed me something different. And and I, I wished when I look back, I wished I, I would I would have had a real person in my life to do to do that like one to one. And so you know, out of that uh, was born the spirit of the work that we do around mentorship. So it's, it's extremely important.
0: Give us uh, your website and contact information one more time.
1: Website is www.s as in Sam, F as in Frank, the word foundation.org. You can also reach us at info at sffoundation.org, and our phone number is 720-557-8443.
0: Dedrick Sims, CEO of the Sims-Fayola Foundation, thank you for being a part of Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687 or email us at at salemdenver.com Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.